Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. There's an unquenchable thirst among some detectives to not only find out who did it, but to find out why the criminal decided to commit the crime in the first place. But in the case of 21-year-old Zheng Zhai Yang, well, that might leave many of those types scratching their heads. The Appleton, Wisconsin man found guilty last week and sentenced to 14 years in federal prison after walking into a credit union in 2019 carrying a sawed-off shotgun and demanding money. Investigators were quick to point out the man had actually planned out the crime pretty well, restraining employees before leaving with zip ties and then slipping away on foot with over $10,000. We don't really know how they found him, but during questioning, the man said, well, I did it. He admitted to the crime. And his reasoning behind the incident was quite simple when they asked why he did what he did. He said he woke up that day, decided he wanted to do something new he'd never done before. So... He robbed a bank. Invent something, man. Invent something. That's, right. <laughs> That's the path to go down, Cliff, if yeah. you ever wake up in that kind of a mood. I've never woke up like that, have you? Yeah. No. I mean, I mean, go skydiving or something like that. I've never woke up thinking I need to do something new today. I kind of like well, being I mean, in the rut that I'm in. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> you mean this? Yes, yes, yes. Cliff? Yes. I catch a lot of grief from people because I enjoy watching baseball. <laughs> and everybody tells me how boring that is to sit and watch a baseball game hour after hour. Okay. Last night's game was boring. Yeah. <laughs> that mess that I tried to watch last night. I wish as a viewer, Cliff, yeah. I had a challenge flag I could have thrown by the third quarter and we could have had a spelling bee contest. It would have been more <laughs> exciting than what I was watching. That was horrible. I mean, it wasn't really. Yeah, it wasn't that exciting at all. Nothing. I have to agree with you. If um, you had told me, and I'm a casual NFL fan by, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm one of those, if the Bears aren't in the Super Bowl, I just assume they cancel the thing. (laughs) You know, I'm just, I'm not bitter or anything. Cliff is just, you know. But I'm sitting there last night watching this thinking, who would have thought that the only touchdown the Chiefs would have got the entire game or the entire time would have been when their plane landed a couple of days before they got there. (laughs) Oh, Cliff, I almost forgot this reminder, too. What's that? The pregame show for Super Bowl 56 will be starting this afternoon on NBC. (laughs) We, as we have discussed before, the response much of America has had to what's needed, according to health officials, to combat the pandemic has been, eh, And because it's such a free country, the government has done as little as possible to enforce any type of restriction. In many cases, handing the responsibility off to other agencies or private businesses like a hot potato. But in other countries, they've been serious about gathering size limits, wearing masks, and taking other precautions. Like, say, in the UK, where police routinely break up illegal parties and then write citations to violators who have to pay a fine. The cops get a tip about a gathering and then they go off to make the bust like the one Saturday in the Lancashire region. When officers raided the establishment, they found a full bar set up, a pool table, a large screen TV, a few other games, along with 10 people having a good time, and two sheep. Police aren't sure what was going on at the party, but you can bet it was bad.
that. <laughs> Later, they proclaim proudly that, well, the wool wasn't going to be pulled over their eyes. They're going to bust these parties as they happen. Reports add, alcohol was a factor in the incident, so much so that the 10 people who were cited for the illegal gathering weren't all that excited. The sheep, however, were quite surprised. <laughs> Any party that I go to, Cliff. Yeah. And there's sheep there. I'm leaving. I'm just telling you. That. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I mean, it's like these 10 people show up and we're hanging out in kind of a makeshift bar, serving drinks, playing pool, watching TV, and there's two sheep there. Why? <laughs> Someone needs to know why. You don't want that on your, you know, police report. <laughs> Owensville man arrested at a party with two sheep. That's... Uh, that's bad. Uh, well, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, this is a strange question, but uh, <laughs> pretty good at handling those. So go ahead. You ever uh, been to a birthday party at McDonald's? I have. I have seen birthday parties in McDonald's, but I have not been a guest at a birthday party in McDonald's. Well, I have been, Glove. <laughs> you have. Yes, I have. <laughs> Was it your birthday by any chance? Well, I'm not going to. Okay, yes. But <laughs> the point here is there was cake, and yeah. it came from McDonald's. Really? And it has a picture of Ronald McDonald on it, and that's the okay. big debate this morning all over the Internet, Cliff. Yeah. Does McDonald's really have cakes for sale that you and I could go in? Like an off-the-menu kind of thing. Exactly. And yeah. I'm thinking this morning, Cliff, with my love yeah. of cake, there's got to be yeah. One or two of our wonderful 11 listeners that have actually worked at a McDonald's at some point in their life that could tell us the true fact. Do yeah. they actually serve cake at McDonald's that you could go in <laughs> and get a Big Mac or two and a okay. giant cake along with, you know, the picture of Ronald McDonald on it? Because that's my sweet spot right there. I would do that, Cliff. I would forget the Big Macs. I would just go right. for the cake. Just go through the drive through and order a cake. Yes. And so... Yeah. That easy-to-remember text number, Cliff, what is that thing again? Uh, <laughs> that you can't seem to remember. Yes, yes. It's 812-682-0520. That's the uh, Weed and Cliff text line. You can send us a text message uh, during the course of the program. And, uh, well, anytime you want to do so. Yes. And if you've worked at McDonald's and you know for a fact whether they have cake hidden somewhere in a countertop or someplace in that building. <laughs> somewhere hiding. Yes. Yeah. Let us know, because I'm interested, Cliff, because I will definitely yeah. go to a local Mickey D's and grab me some cake today. And that's the problem, Cliff, when you uh, ask for the truth. It gets <laughs> it gets reported, and then it sometimes it's hurtful, the truth is. and Well, I mean, that's, that's the th sad thing about the truth. Sometimes it's painful. And it was this time on text message from Tyler. <laughs> what happened? He says he'd worked at a McDonald's when he was a younger man for five yeah. years. Mm -hmm. And no, he'd never even heard of or seen a cake in the entire building. Had there been, he would have eaten a bunch of it. So <laughs> usually, Cliff, this place does it in person, but because of the pandemic, they have to uh, do it virtually. What's that? I'm talking about the tour of the sewage plant in Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> For $5 this year, you and your special someone can experience yep. what it's like virtually inside a sewage treatment plant without ever leaving your home, which is probably oh, really? the best way to tour a sewage plant. I was going to say, <laughs> you're not going to get the full effect online because they haven't invented 
smell-o-vision yet. No, but they usually do it in person, and they sell yeah. out with so many couples wanting to see the sewage plant. Cliff and I, and yeah. along with our wonderful sponsor, Uniquely Michaels, yeah. can give you a dozen roses. It's a $65 value, Uniquely Michaels, right here in downtown Princeton. They're putting that up. Yep. And all you have to do later on this morning is tell us what song Cliff is playing <laughs> on his blue kazoo. <laughs> now, I don't know what the song that he selected is, so we'll all be hearing it and trying to guess yeah. together. You've got it picked out, I'm assuming, right, Cliff? Yes, I, I have the song, and I have practiced it a couple of times on the blue kazoo. And you could tell what song it was when you were playing it? Well, yeah. Okay, I just <laughs> wanted to make sure. <laughs> We you can bet that the night before, Eduardo Cabana of Miami turned 52. He never thought he was going to get the birthday gift he got, especially considering who he got the present from. Mr. Cabana, you see, wasn't able to spend the night before his birthday in his own bed. Through no choice of his own, he was forced to take up alternate accommodations. But not long after the sun rose on the day of his birth, the once-in-a-lifetime gift was delivered when he was mistakenly released from the Miami-Dade County Jail. <laughs> the now accidental free man promptly walked into the crowd of the city and now no one can find him. A spokesman for Miami-Dade Correction said the man was freed in error and they're currently looking for, for him and they're also looking to find out what happened. It's like a true adventurers of finding Waldo, isn't it, Cliff? Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? <laughs> And I just want you to know, Cliff, that I have yep. full confidence in you and your kazoo playing. <laughs> oh, you do, huh? I have so much confidence in you, Cliff, that not only do I have the bet with truck driver Ralph, yeah. I've actually increased the bet with him. Oh, really? To include back-to-back yeah. Alan Jackson songs in case the first listener that calls in can't figure out what song you're playing. Okay. So we got a little monetary issue going on. We've got back-to-back -back right. Alan Jackson. We don't want that. We don't <laughs> no. want that. No, so, that's like a grumpy pants overload right there. That's right. And so I have yeah. the confidence in you, Cliff. Yeah. Unfortunately, well, yeah. some of our listeners are not quite as confident as I am. Oh, <laughs> oh they're not. Huh? Like this one here. <laughs> okay. It is Austin, and I just want to ask a question. Cliff, does the song sound good? I mean, I'm not... I'm not trying to say that I don't think you can do the kazoo song good. I know that they're really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so can you do the kazoo good, Cliff? That's what Austin's wanting to know. <laughs> of course. I played the kazoo since I was a young boy. <laughs> I'm well-versed. Well, don't let Austin get in your head any, oh, Cliff. No, I'm not worried about him at all. All right. Well, eight I minutes from now okay. is when we're going to play for that dozen roses from Uniquely yep. Michaels in the Be My Valentine game. Let's try line number five. We always have luck with that one. Here we go. All right. Hi, who's this? Carla from Evansville. Carla from Evansville. And what's your last name, Carla? Martin. All right, Carla. Are you pretty good at uh, picking out tunes on a kazoo? No. <laughs> oh, well, you're the perfect candidate. <laughs> well, Carla, you know we've got side bets and different things going on because it's all up to you to be the winner, okay? Okay. All right, Carla. Whenever you're ready, Cliff, let's hear that tune. All righty. 
Here we go. And I'm just doing the chorus. Well, I'm not doing the whole song. It's just the chorus. I think you can get it from that. There. Carla, what do you say? What song is that? I don't have a clue. Well, maybe this could help you out. <laughs> maybe this could help her out, Cliff. Okay. Does that help any? No. No. Thanks. Well, Carla, you've lost the dozen roses. You've caused me to lose a huge bet with one of our listeners. How do you feel right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I hate it when people are right, Cliff, and I'm wrong. I thought that was a wonderful job you did there, Cliff. Well, thanks. I, I mean, did you could did you pick out the song from what I was playing? I have no idea in Hades what you were trying to play there. But. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes, Cliff, you can be a winner yeah. and be a loser at the same time. <laughs> oh, you can. I'm huh? looking right at Ralph the truck driver this morning. Okay. In his excitement of being winning or being a winner, he has yeah. texted in... And voice messaged in about 20 times already that he won our bet. Okay. And then he's promising to buy presents for other folks for Valentine's Day, Cliff. Okay. Born wow. weed, born it, Cliff. Carla, Carla, you are such a sweetheart. I should send you a dozen roses myself. Thank you so much. You have a great, great Valentine. Bye. So, Carla from... Evansville can expect, I guess, a dozen roses from truck driver Ralph. Is that the way you heard that, Cliff? <laughs> That's kind of what it sounded like, yeah. It sounded like that to me. I do know yeah. that Ralph has also told me what he's getting his wife for Valentine's Day. Not that I would disclose that and mess anything up for him. <laughs> but I'm not sure, Cliff, that perfume yeah. that comes in a pop-top can is exactly what she wants. Oh, yeah, especially when Carla's getting a dozen roses. Exactly. <laughs> Cliff, I need to know something. What's that? Would it uh, crush the sanctity of the Take It to the Bank if we had a Take It to the Bank that was also an unfun fact with a ta-da? Should we <laughs> no. not combine those two no. ever? No, really, because the sanctity of Take It to the Bank is basically a figment of your imagination. So if we put that with an unfun fact with a ta-da, it'll be okay. We won't get complaints. <laughs> I don't see us getting any complaints. All right. That's what we'll do then. And okay. We'll talk about, right. um, well, one of the creepiest yeah. things known to mankind. <laughs> okay. Spiders. And time now for Ticket to the Bank. Okay. With an unfun fact with a ta-da added <laughs> at the end. Okay. Well, here we go. Some species of male spiders, mm -hmm. in quotation marks now, tie up the female spiders before mating. Okay. They do that so the females yeah. won't eat them afterwards. <laughs> that wasn't near as bad after that, Cliff. Now that you better be yeah. <laughs> a picky date on right there, Cliff. <laughs> That's right. There's no real chance for a second date now, is there? No, there isn't. No, no. Yeah. You don't have to buy Valentine's or nothing. It's like, well, <laughs> this is going to end bad. <laughs> Cliff, was there anything said today? Phrases of a day, start with number three. Are you pretty good at picking out tunes on a kazoo? No. <laughs> and as it turns out, she was not. No, she wasn't. <laughs> number two. No, cake for you. 
<laughs> Sorry, Weed. No cake for you. That seems to be a theme here. No. Yeah. The number one morning road show phrase for today. The sheep, however, were quite surprised. <laughs> what could possibly True. go wrong tomorrow? I, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But I'm sure we'll find figure it out. I'm sure we will, too. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.